0: Welcome to Phoenix Rising. I am your host, Kaylee Montoya-Houston. I am a certified personal trainer and online nutrition coach. I will be joined by my co-host, Julie Montoya-Houston. This show will cover all aspects of fitness, including nutrition, exercise, and mindset to help you reach your goals at any stage of your journey. We will bring you science-based information to help you take charge of your fitness goals and give you the power to rise like a phoenix. All right, guys, welcome back to Phoenix Rising episode 20. Yes, 20. We are pretty excited for this. And right off the bat, we just want to give a shout out to you guys. We appreciate every single one of you who is listening right now, who is taking that extra time to share our episodes with either by word of mouth, with your friends, family, or actually taking time and resharing us on social media because every single one of those makes a huge difference now and we are just continuing to grow and spread throughout the United States and other countries even. So we are very excited as this progresses and we are enjoying it and I hope you guys are learning a lot and taking away a lot of good things.
1: Yeah episode 20 so after the next one we can drink.
0: Oh yes! Cause it's while, episode 21. while we're on the episode while we're on the podcast. I mean I'm I'm all for it. I'm down you guys that should be very interesting.
1: It's got a make us a little more entertaining right
0: right i would hope so give you guys a good <laughs> laugh if you could even understand me since i have such a hard time
1: pronouncing words as it is oh but we we both have our
0: our days it's just one of those things yeah all right guys but if you clicked on this podcast you are definitely here because you would like to learn some protein hacks because if you follow us you do know and hear us talk all about protein how it is the most important macronutrient out there, how it plays the biggest factor when it comes to weight loss and muscle building, and overall just being more satiated and having a much more enjoyable so called diet.
1: Yeah, I mean, protein is important. I mean, of course, I think all the macros are important. Um, maybe not essential, but important. And oh, it, yes. You know, like you said, but protein is one of those that the more protein you eat, it's. I don't want this to be confused, but the more more protein you eat, it takes your body more calories to process that protein, to right. break it down. Plus, it keeps you more full. Plus, it's what helps you preserve what muscle you have and build more muscle. Um, so protein all around is, is like the gold standard here of what you need nutritionally to get that athletic, quote-unquote, toned look.
0: Right. And there are many studies out there that are actually have come out that They purposely have these group of individuals overeat protein, like thousands of calories over what their maintenance would be, and they don't gain a single ounce of body fat. It's just really hard for our bodies to break down and store protein as body fat. Your body wants to use it, your body wants to store it as muscle, not body fat. So you can eat a lot more food if it comes from protein than the other two macronutrients carbs and fat and not stored as body fat. So which is a good place to be in
1: now i do want to kind of flip that over on its head just a little bit play devil's advocate okay there's a caveat here because i don't want somebody that's listening that is you know just new to following us just new to working out and nutrition trying to make a change i don't want them to go out and just jump from maybe 100 grams of protein per day to 300 grams grams of protein per day. That's very true. I'm glad you brought that up. This is going to cause protein takes a lot for your body to break down. And if you eat a lot of it, especially if you eat a lot of it in one sitting, it can for sure cause you some gut distress. Exactly. So if you have only been eating, you know, I'm just going to say 100 for even round numbers, you want to take gradual increases to increase that protein and you want to try to spread it out throughout the day. Because if you try to eat all of your protein in one sitting or you try to way, 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 way jump up, your body is going to be a little confused and your GI track is not going to like you.
0: Right. And as long as you're listening to your body, your body is going to tell you when it is done, when it is full. So if you are eating Whole food, which protein is most more than likely when you're where you're going to be getting your protein sources from, they're going to be whole sources. So, your body, more than likely, if you are only used to eating, say, 10 grams of protein uh, at a meal, if you go and try to eat 50 grams of protein, your body's going to fight back. It's going to tell you it is full, it does not want any more food in its belly. So, if you just slow down and pay attention to your body, then you will definitely just, you'll be on the right track and you can slowly increase from that. Yeah.
1: I mean, slow down and we don't need to go too far off track because you can always go back to episode seven. Episode seven is where we talked about, um, counting, you know, if you're new to counting calories, counting macros, you don't quite know what you're doing yet to focus on counting your protein intake and your overall calories. So we covered that in episode seven. In episode seven, we also covered, um, Lost my train of thought. I hate it when that happens. We also covered how to kind of sneak it in, how to improve, how to track it, where yep. you like fo- foods you can get it, ways you, you know, little tips and tricks as far as like eating your protein first and those kind of things. So we don't want to dive too hard and far into that today because we're actually going to give you direct tips on ways you can increase your protein in your normal daily diet as far as like foods you can eat, things you can add in. Um, substitutions you can make. So if you need the more basic protein of how to do it, when to do it, how to track it, how to track it, then you want to go back to episode seven. And I will put a link to that in the show notes. All right. So
0: with that being said, let's go ahead and jump straight into the protein hacks. Do you want? Would you like to start or do you want me to start? Go ahead. Okay. Number one, at least of my protein hacks, you sh- we should have a little bit <laughs> different ones here, but I always like to start my day off with a good amount of protein. Because if you start from behind, you are never going to be able to play catch up and go from there. I don't know. I'm getting a funny look over here. Something I said was funny and i it's going over my head. But we'll see when I listen to this back.
1: I don't want to have to mark it as explicit. So. Oh, gosh.
0: Okay. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> okay. But you want to start the day off with protein. And I'm going to give you some ideas of on ways you can start your day off with more protein so for your breakfast for one thing a lot of people think of breakfast food and they think of cereal they think of pop tarts they think of um, oatmeal and oatmeal can be one so take your oatmeal for instance let's just say and turn it into pro oats which is just protein oats and you can simply just add protein powder To oats and they can be overnight oats they can be cooked oats either one and there are recipes for protein oats on my website and there will be a link to that website at the end of course with the show notes as always but it's a real simple you can grab it put it in a mason jar grab it out of the fridge and run and go it doesn't it doesn't take long and you can usually get anywhere from 20 to 25 grams of protein just by simply putting a scoop of protein powder in there um Another way is protein smoothies. So again, a grab and go protein powder, you can add fruits, veggies, a whole bunch of other good micronutrients to take that smoothie and go. Um, Another thing that I like to do is take leftover meat, say from your dinner beforehand. Say you went out uh, with your spouse and you went and had steak at a restaurant, but they give you usually a good portion. So a lot of people I know like will take home half their steak they didn't eat go ahead and throw that in a scramble. Mix that up with eggs and you have a good protein from the eggs and that steak. And another way, um, always there's always the option of adding egg whites to a scramble too. That's gonna definitely increase. Egg whites are definitely strictly protein. There's nothing else involved in those. And those are just four simple ways that you can start your day off with breakfast with high protein.
1: Okay, so I'm going to add on to your yeah, stuff for go breakfast. For it. Go for it. Um, so, again, because, you know, the people that are listening to this may not know. So you probably thought about it when you said mix protein powder in your oatmeal. But every morning I see you. Take some protein, mix it into milk in a bowl, and then add cold cereal to it. That is true. So we like, and we are not affiliated with Legion. We're not sponsored by them. We don't get a kickback if you, you know, order from Legion and use our code. The code strictly gets you 20% off your first order so you can try it and like, and see if you like it. However, with that being said. Legion makes protein flavors. They have a cinnamon cereal. They have a fruity cereal. They have a cocoa cereal. My all-time new favorite, by the way. So what Kaylee does is she's a huge fan of Fruity Pebbles. So she started taking her milk in the morning. She drinks Fairlife skim milk. It's lactose-free. She mixes in a scoop of the fruity cereal into the milk first and then pours in her Fruity Pebbles. So she's getting that extra dose of protein in the cereal she's already eating and as far as what she has reported now this is her i don't eat cereal in the morning um but she is reporting that she's not noticing the protein taste because the fruity cereal and protein in the fruity cereal kind of cancels each other out correct
0: and yes and if you're worried about it you too overpowering they have a french vanilla that i mix we keep on hand we mix in with our oats and other things and it just adds like a sweet taste to it so you could definitely just use a vanilla Protein powder and anything.
1: Okay, so sticking with breakfast here. Um, so, of course, you mentioned shakes or smoothies uh-huh. using protein powder. Yes. So that is what my breakfast consists of every morning. In my shake, I do 2% Fairlife milk, a scoop of chocolate peanut butter protein, a quarter cup of oats, which that's carbs, that's not protein. It's just something to beef it up, give me some carbs after my workout. Um, a scoop of powdered PB2 peanut butter. And then I put some ice in. Actually, I put a scoop of creatine in there as well. And then a scoop of ice just to make it like a milkshake. Now, these protein shakes, as long as you're using protein powder, you can do basically anything with them. So some ideas to make your, if you're doing a protein shake for breakfast, here's some ways to kind of increase the protein in that along with the protein powder. And so one of those ways is add egg whites to it. As long as you are buying the cartoned egg whites... You can take those uncooked.
0: Right. I wouldn't definitely strain out the egg whites of a just an egg that you were to crack open. You would definitely want those cooked.
1: Right. Now, Kaylee can do this. However, if you're like me, just the thought of it alone kind of makes me queasy. But...
0: <laughs> <laughs> I promise you don't taste it. It kind of gives it a, a a frothy, almost like thicker consistency to the shake.
1: But I mean, my... Kaylee had my dad doing it for a while so I mean if you can tolerate it you don't taste it but it's just a mental thing for me if we're just being honest so you can tell out of the two of us I'm more picky (laughs) um so also still sticking with the shakes um Another thing you can do, if you wanted like a fruit smoothie, is you if you had like a vanilla protein powder, you could put some blueberries and strawberries in there to give it some flavor. But you could also drop a dollop of plain Greek yogurt or even vanilla Greek yogurt in there with them yeah. to give it uh, some protein. Greek yogurt actually does have quite a bit of Just protein Just the non-fat in it.
0: Greek yogurt. Yeah.
1: If yeah yeah use the non-fat. Um, But a lot of mine are probably going to have to do with Greek yogurt because it's very versatile. And a lot of people don't realize how versatile it really is. Oh, exactly. Um, So you can put that Greek yogurt in your shakes as well um, to kind of give it another kick. Um, Let's see here. Breakfast stuff. I didn't have mine separated into... Um, Breakfast and not. Right, yeah. So the other one I have that is breakfast. Of course, you mentioned egg whites, Mm -hmm. using egg whites in a scramble. Because then you can keep your fat down. So you could still do a couple eggs, mix in a couple extra servings of egg whites that's pure protein. And
0: that gives you like 10 extra grams of... Each serving of egg whites is going to give you
1: 5 grams of protein. Right. And you can make scrambled eggs like that real easily. Um, So, but the other thing I have for... On the egg category is mixing. If you're going to do scrambled eggs, you can actually mix cottage cheese in with those when you yes. scramble them. We actually have on Kaylee's website, we actually have a recipe for a oh. green chili breakfast bake.
0: Oh, it is delicious. And yeah. I'm very, very upset that my body no longer tolerates eggs. And I cannot have it anymore. But it is amazing.
1: Yeah. And so basically, it, it is just a bake. It's it's eggs, egg whites, cottage cheese in with those and then of course you get the green chilies because it's green chili egg bake um and then you put some cheese on top of it and so it's really good it doesn't dry out you do have to bake it but it doesn't dry out it's yeah. really moist and you it's just delicious you keep
0: the servings like it makes enough for like a whole week of mm-hmm. breakfast for you so you can literally just pop it in the microwave and go
1: yeah so that's i mean other than using you know protein bars and protein powders which we prefer it if you get your protein from actual food sources of course but a lot of people especially women cannot eat enough real whole foods to get the protein they need so they have to use the powder and the bar and in full disclosure i eat a protein bar every day i eat a i drink a protein shake that's made with protein powder every day so that's part of the way i get my protein but i also eat high protein foods as well but i i eat 180 well now 170 grams of protein every day so i gotta get it in somehow
0: yeah and do understand that just because we are suggesting shakes to you not all shakes work for people i mean i've had a lot of clients that are lactose intolerant or they can't even if you can drink milk a lot of times, the process of the whey protein, which is a milk protein, can really mess with your gut. So, of course, your body is going to be the best coach out there. So, if you're drinking something and it starts to upset your gut, you get uh, flatulence. How do you say it? Flatulence. Yes, that. You get. You're really gassy. You're bloated. You just understand that you're you are not feeling well. Don't keep pushing the shakes
1: because this is something that we suggested. Suggested. Definitely listen to your body. I mean, if you have to go a shake route and you notice it's the way, and you really don't want to give it up, rather than being miserable, try a, a vegetable protein of some sort. Try like a like a pea protein or a hemp protein. Right. There's
0: a bunch of vegan proteins. That's out what there. I meant.
1: I don't know why I said veggie, but you yeah. thank you for that though. But yeah, they have. There's pea protein, hemp pro- protein. There is soy protein. There is a myth out there that I, as far as the last podcast I heard, has been debunked um that men should not drink soy but i have actually mike matthews from muscle for life has actually done a study and debunked that or read a study and Mm -hmm. debunked that that it does not affect testosterone levels so of course if you have a soy allergy though you will not want to do soy protein but there are other options out there yes so i think that's all i have for breakfast okay
0: do you want to give your next hack then
1: where um, do you want me to go? I mean, you have yours separated into meals, or do you not anymore? Yeah. Okay, well, I mine are just kind of everywhere now, okay. so go ahead.
0: Okay. Um, the next one up that I'm actually going to talk about is um, just the simple way of doubling up on your meat source when you do sit down for a meal. So, um, normally, let's say you only eat, like, two or three ounces of meat per serving, because and more than likely this is what you're doing it doesn't meet you need a good amount of meat and if you eat that first so say if you eat normally three ounces of chicken and then so from here on out try giving yourself six to eight ounces of chicken in a meal and just simply try eating that first because a lot of times the carb the fat source is going to be more tasty and it's going to end up making you overeat but if you eat that protein source first you're going to realize you're more satiated. And if you're listening to your body and eating slowly, a lot of times you'll realize you're full before you even finish your carb. Say if you have like potatoes as the side or something like that. that You don't even want the whole potato after that.
1: Yeah, because remember, and we've said it several times before, it does take your body 20 minutes to get that that signal that it's full. So if you keep eating, keep eating, keep eating, especially if you're a fast eater like me, you need to stop at a certain point and give yourself time to feel that full signal because it takes about 20 minutes for your body to register that.
0: Right. Right. Hey, guys. I just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening. And if you're enjoying the show, please do me a huge favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your story on IG or Facebook and tag me on IG at Kaylee Montoya Fitness or on Facebook at Kaylee Montoya Houston so I can reach out and thank you personally. Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast from. This greatly helps the show grow so we can help more people reach their own health and fitness goals. Okay, um, i to move on? Are you good?
1: Like I said, mine are all over the place. Mine so. are kind of now from here on okay. out. Okay, well, then I'll go ahead. And so let's, let's go to the, you have some hacks that are specific to Greek yogurt? Uh, no.
0: I have... To include that in, like, snacks and and to curb
1: sweet tooth. Okay, so let's just talk Greek yogurt okay, then. Okay, go for so, it. So, because I said Greek yogurt was pretty versatile, and it is. And so when we're talking Greek yogurt, and we will specify here, because we use two different types, types of Greek yogurt. We use a vanilla Greek yogurt, which is going to be a sweet yogurt, and then we use a plain, non-fat Greek yogurt. So we will specify what is what, because if not, and you mix them, it's going to be a probably a bad experience. Yes. If you, so let's start with the plain non-fat greek yogurt which some people do not realize that if you are having a mexican night or a baked potato or something and you normally like sour cream if you were to put a scoop uh, a spoonful of that plain non-fat greek yogurt on there it is actually a very good substitution for cream cheese yes you almost
0: sour cream she means what did i say oh cream cream cheese cheese. sorry yeah it will taste definitely way different than cream cheese yes
1: yes that is not correct (laughs) greek yogurt plain non-fat greek yogurt in place of sour cream yes so so instead of the fat that you would get from the sour cream this is
0: going to give you all protein non-fat non-fat greek yogurt is basically all protein
1: yeah there may be a couple carbs in there but it's minuscule and there's not hardly any sugar if any Right. And so this is good. Um, now, I'm not going to lie. The first time you do it, if you aren't paying attention, if you're like me, you'll get in your head and you'll be like, this tastes different. But I promise you, if you're patient and you give yourself a couple times, you won't even notice. You won't even notice. I don't even use sour cream anymore, really. Yeah. Um, so if we're still on that sour cream substitution kick, one of the things I like to do, one of my favorite things is, you know, how you can buy the ranch Uh, powder and mix it with sour cream to make a veggie dip. One of my favorite things to do is to substitute that sour cream for Greek yogurt and mix the ranch powder into that and make a veggie dip out of the Greek yogurt rather than the sour cream for my veggies. Right,
0: which is going to save you so many calories, especially even if you're a ranch person, because I know... I'm a huge fan of ranch. We live in
1: the Midwest.
0: Right. Everybody, I, I it's guarantee its it everybody's going to love ranch. Yeah. I mean, now I guarantee I'm. if you're huge on ranch and you're like a ranch connoisseur, it is going to taste different than like a bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. But it is a good substitute if you use ranch on your veggies or anything else, just to use that non-fat Greek yogurt and mix it in. And I use that on my veggies all the time. And it's a great sub.
1: Yeah, it is a very good It sub. saves
0: you calories and it gives you that extra protein.
1: Sure. Do you have anything for the plain nonfat Greek yogurt that I missed?
0: Uh, yes, I have one left. And this is a lot of times I will do this to curb my sweet tooth because I do have a horrible sweet tooth. And um, I like to it's basically just a Greek yogurt ice cream. And you would just mix in a scoop of I mix in a scoop of vanilla protein powder, mix it up. Uh, Sometimes I will add PB2 or something else just to add a little bit more flavor to it. Then I stick it in the freezer while I'm eating my dinner. So it has time to solidify a little bit but not get like rock solid. And it's like a Greek yogurt ice cream. So it's a good sub for if you crave dessert after your meals.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna follow that up then and go ahead and it gives me a perfect segue into my dessert. Mm which does not use the plain non-fat greek yogurt we switch over to the vanilla greek yogurt so the kind we in particular that we buy is we buy the Danone and Light and Fit vanilla greek yogurt non-fat of course the I think that Light and Fit is non-fat I believe so so it's the the vanilla greek yogurt and so what I do with it is I take a serving of the Greek yogurt, which not the serving on the package, but like if you were to buy the individual cup of the vanilla Greek yogurt, it's 150 grams. So I measure out 150 grams of the vanilla Greek yogurt, and I mix in 10 grams of PB2, the powdered peanut butter. And then I mix in anywhere between a half a serving and a serving of chocolate chips or mini chocolate chips. And it's kind of a a nice little dessert for me. It it's sweet, it's got the chocolate chips in it, and it's something I look forward to every night after dinner. So,
0: yeah. yeah, just a way instead of grabbing a candy bar or actual ice cream. It's just another way to save on calories and increase that protein.
1: My my lovely wife over here and co-host says to another way just to avoid a candy bar. However, she takes her vanilla Greek yogurt, mixes PB2 in it, and then cuts up a Reese's peanut butter cup and sprinkles it on top rather yes. than the chocolate chips. Yeah. So.
0: But you don't have to add that in there. It's better than going to the convenience store and grabbing a candy bar.
1: I know. I just wanted to get you done. Um Okay. So I think that is all I have specifically for Greek yogurt.
0: Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to move on then and... Just talk about meal prep in general. Um, Oh, well,
1: I still have protein hacks. I just was done with Greek yogurt.
0: Well, I guess meal prep protein hacks.
1: Okay, go ahead.
0: Just because a lot of people, when they meal prep, they're going to... A lot of people I know um, do, like, main, like, casserole dishes or something like that. That's really hard to get a good serving of protein in. So a simple protein meal prep hack is to choose two or three different protein sources, whether it be chicken, beef, shrimp. Um, I'm not as well versed on the vegan protein sources, but quinoa, um, lentils, beans, things like this. So if you build your meal prep around these main protein sources, so simply just starting off the meal prep with chicken and then adding different sides. To, the, to that meal prep. That way you always are going to have a decent amount of protein for those meal prep plans, basically. Good. Yeah. And that was it, just something simple.
1: Oh, okay. It scared me because I was like, wait, I still have more. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go to... I think most of mine are going to pretty much fall in kind of the snack category. Okay. Uh, so let's transition over to snacks. So okay. ways that you can get in some snacks of course and I think you have this as well is we we really like biltong yes so biltong is basically kind of like a beef jerky it is literally just beef air dried dried.
0: there's no sugar there's no additives because if you go look at say a package of jack links or some other kind of beef jerky it's going to be full of sugar and a lot of preservatives and biltong is strictly dried beef
1: yeah I mean higher in protein it is very high in protein it's delicious it's easy to take on the go um now you you do get a little bit of fat in there because it is beef oh right but um it is a high quality protein yep. so um and like i said it's it's easy to take you, it comes in a little kind of satchel type yeah. you know plastic satchel type bag do baggie. you want to go ahead and
0: put that in the show notes form just a link to
1: you can get it from our local walmart but they also sell it online that way you guys know exactly what we're referring to. Yeah, we we eat the brand Strive. And mm-hmm. so they do sell it at our local Walmart. I do know in Kansas City High Vs they have a whole buffet line of flavors. Oh yeah. It's
0: many different kinds.
1: Um but yeah you can get it on Amazon and that's something that you know, like a, a biltong like that, it's it's shelf-stable, so ordering it off Amazon would be totally fine.
0: Definitely.
1: Uh, so yeah, I will put a link in the show notes to show you what kind we buy as Drive, and then once you are familiar with the package, you can kind of look for it in your local stores first if you'd like. Yeah. Um, so the other thing i like to do then, of course, I've kind of mentioned it before, is to add PB2, and now this is kind of splitting hairs here. You know, I mean, it's not going to be a huge landfall of protein for you. However, If you are a peanut butter fan, peanut butter people think is protein. It does have protein, but the amount of protein that you would have to eat in peanut butter, or I'm sorry, the amount of peanut butter you would have to eat to get a significant amount of protein is gonna be crazy high in fat. So, kind of a trick to get around that somewhat is to take the powdered peanut butter and you can mix the powdered peanut butter into just about anything your Greek yogurt, your shakes. Um, But you can also, there are instructions on the container of the powdered peanut butter to mix it with water just to make your own peanut butter out of the protein powder. And because you're mixing it with water, you're going to cut your fat down from normal peanut butter and still get some of that protein. So it is kind of splitting hairs. Again, you would have to eat a lot of powdered peanut butter to get a serving, but it's a way to kind of edge in just a few grams here and there. So that's one way. Um, And then another thing I like to do, of course, Kaylee, stop me if I get way too far ahead and you need to interject but um I like to use protein powder to bake so if you do go to Kaylee's website you will see under I believe it's like snacks or sides or something I don't remember what the heading is on the website but I have actually I make protein cookies I make a double chocolate chip peanut butter it's like a double chocolate peanut butter chocolate chip cookie And it's got protein powder. It's only got like six ingredients in it, but it is mainly protein powder. They are high in protein. Now they are going to come with some fat and some carbs. Of course. course. They are a cookie still. (laughs) They are still a cookie. So you have to watch those kind of things because you see high in protein and you're like, oh, I'm hungry and it's a dessert, but it's high in protein. So it's good for me. You still have to watch it with moderation. Um, Just
0: because it's high in protein doesn't mean it's not also high in carbs and fat
1: sure but i mean if you were going to go down to dairy queen and grab an ice cream cone or you could choose this protein cookie right i would choose the protein cookie because the protein is going to be way higher than an ice cream cone exactly um but we also have on her website another snack that i used to eat which was rice krispie treats oh yes We used to take um, like an organic type of chocolate rice crispy and mix it with peanut butter, and it's normal peanut butter, and then a scoop of protein powder and some honey rather than a sweetener and mix it all together, put it in the freezer, and then you just cut them into bars and keep them in the refrigerator. That recipe is also on the website. But using protein powder to bake these sorts of things, you can make muffins with some protein powder in it. You can make pancakes. So if you use protein powder, there are ways, of course, Do a little bit of research, look at Pinterest, look at Google, whatever, because there are certain ways you may have to use that protein powder for baking. But you can use that protein powder in baking. And sometimes if you can't process the protein powder in a shake, sometimes you can when you bake with it because there's other ingredients that kind of take away that gut discomfort. Um... So there's kind of just different things. And of course, research and find you know protein powder resi- baking recipes. you could would probably yeah, there are find tons you something. Out there. Yeah, tons. Um, of course, we mentioned the protein bars and powders, but that should be a last resort. You know if you just physically can't eat that much food to get enough protein in, then of course, feel free to supplement with bars or powders. but keep in mind, we did say supplement. You um, so, don't want to survive off those. Yeah, so do what you can first. Um, and then the last one I have is kind of um, an off-the-wall type of one, and that's nutritional yeast. Oh, yeah. So while a lot of people hear nutritional yeast and they think it sounds disgusting because they're like, why would I eat nutritional yeast? You, nutritional yeast is not the yeast that you would think of when you're baking breads or rolls or whatever it actually has kind of a cheesy flavor. Yes. So like Kaylee pops a bag of microwave popcorn in the evening, the low fat, like 100 calorie small bags, and she sprinkles nutritional yeast on that popcorn and it gives it that like kind of cheddar popcorn type flavor. Um, You can also mix nutritional yeast in with like avocado to make it a dip or a garnish. Um, You can mix it in with... There's a bunch of stuff. You would just have to choose like... uh, Again, research and Google nutritional yeast as a dip or a garnish, and it can come up with a bunch of recipes for that. But even just sprinkling it on stuff can give stuff kind of a cheesy flavor. Like it has all kinds of good nutritional value, not just high in protein, but it has so many other good micronutrients in it that is good for the body. Sure. Now... We do want to say then, again, kind of going back to like the PB2, you would have to eat a metric shit ton of nutritional yeast to get a lot of protein. It is not going to be a landfall of protein. But if you're looking just for a couple grams here and there to kind of find little ways to do it, nutritional yeast is a good go-to. Now, with that being said, if you have an inflammatory bowel issue or any sort of an irritable bowel issue... Proceed with caution with nutritional yeast because it can upset the gut. So, Kaylee has tried it because I, I heard about it and I mentioned it to her. She tried it and liked it. I, however, have a, kind of an inflammatory irritable bowel situation. So, I am not going to try it just because it takes a lot to keep my gut homeostasis in line. So, I do want to be aware that you should not try that if you have those kind of outstanding issues. So. Right.
0: Um, I just have a couple other uh, snacks that you guys can definitely pay attention to and throw in there. Uh, string cheese is a good one. It is going to have yeah. some fat, but it does have a decent amount of protein to the fat. Just super simple, take on the go. Um, another one is just simply having deli meat. So, just like a Ziploc baggie full of three or four ounces of deli turkey. Or chicken or ham or anything like that just chicken to
1: ham roast beef
0: oh, turkey right. yeah you don't have s- to have a sandwich you can literally just snack on some deli turkey like it's super good or roll it up in a lettuce wrap or something roll it up with your string cheese yep exactly um another one is i know we mentioned cottage cheese before but that's a good snack too especially we like to throw in either fruit or pickled beets right now is our favorite adding to the greek or to the cottage cheese itself so if you you can tolerate i know a lot of people do not care for cottage cheese because of the texture or something but it's just another one to get a good amount of protein in as a snack
1: a fresh sliced tomato is very good on cottage cheese as well with some salt and pepper Yep. um you know and here's a little thing too is a lot of people you might some people have probably heard you know um the bros in the gym say that they drink a casein protein shake before bed because it's, you know, slow di- casein protein is a slow digesting protein powder. When whey is a quick digesting. Whey, especially if you get the whey isolate. So yeah. whey isolate is the quickest digesting, then it's just a normal whey, and then after that it's casein. So a lot of people will do that because they say it's, it's slow digesting. So while you're in bed at night, they drink it before bed, so you get that rest and digest, and you get the slow digesting protein if you like doing that and that works for you but you don't can't handle the protein powder cottage cheese is a casein protein so it is going to be a slow digesting protein so if you if you like eating the protein before bed because it's slowly digesting or whatever the case may be but you can not handle casein protein or you can't handle whey protein because casein is still a type of whey it's a milk based then cottage cheese is a casein protein it's just not a protein powder it's but yeah. it's a form of casein yeah so
0: okay that is all the tips or the hacks that i have
1: just the tips <laughs> just the tips oh my gosh <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right do you have any others to finish no up that, with, or that, are we
1: good no that's my whole list um, and okay. so we will link episode seven which is the the general kind of basic guidelines for a uh, consuming protein and yeah. counting it um how and, to track it basically yeah how to track it and then i will also link in there to store the link to this drive beef uh built on amazon and was there anything else you wanted me to link um yes i have a document called protein talk
0: that we're actually going to add a link to for you guys to have access to it's going to take you to something all you basically do in exchange for your email address you're going to get this free document on basically it's going to break down how much protein you should eat um and it's going to give you also another list of protein sources that way if you couldn't remember everything we say today or you didn't want to jot it down you'll have a document right at your fingertips that
1: you can use okay yeah so those will all be linked in the show notes and i think that's all we got for now it is all right guys thanks for joining us again
0: all right we'll see you next time bye Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Rising. For more information on how to take charge of your fitness goals, follow me on IG or Facebook, or you can head over to KayleeMontoyaFitness.com to apply for a free coaching call today. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show, shoot me an email to KayleeMontoyaFitness at gmail.com. Don't forget to catch us on the next episode.